Say hello. Hello. Can you say, say mic check? Mic check. Say welcome to the motherhood. <laughs> Being a new mom is hard. We get it. It's easy to feel alone, but we know that's never how God intended it. So we want to welcome you to the motherhood. If you need professional parenting advice, clinically proven data, or study-based evidence, please let us know where to find it. Because here at The Motherhood, we focus on sharing experiences, offering encouragement and understanding, but most importantly, friendship. We're here to do motherhood together. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Motherhood. If you're new here or if you've forgotten, I'm Bethany. And I'm Raleigh. And we are so glad you're here listening to us or maybe you're watching, but we are glad to have you. Um, This week, we're talking about being people-pleasing moms. (sighs) What is people-pleasers in general and then as it relates to motherhood? Because this is like something that we struggle with like hardcore yeah I know when we even like started talking about the idea of a podcast and like topics and stuff we were like we should definitely do an episode about how we're people pleasers because it's kind of funny that we both are and so it's just a funny kind of fun dynamic even in our friendship well we do a really good job at balancing each other out right yeah so like there are things where you see things one way and I see things a different way but when it comes to people pleasing we definitely tip the scale like way one side yes yes and I think like you said, I mean, we're talking about it also just like generally as people, but like, like what that looks like once we've become mothers right. and stuff and kind of the effects, because I do feel like there are many, but the effects of that in motherhood as well. So even if you maybe don't consider yourself a people pleaser, I think there's still something in this episode for everybody because, for sure. I mean, we're talking a lot about, I think, like boundaries, learning to say no, kind of just sticking to ourselves, sticking our ground. So again, if you don't consider yourself a people pleaser, um, still listen. I think there's going to be something for everybody in this one. So what does it even mean to be a people pleaser? Like, I feel like we hear that word or like that phrase a lot, Mm -hmm. but it's like, what is a people pleaser? Yeah, I feel like maybe we should have uh, Googled this, but I feel like I would define it as somebody who, I mean, (laughs) you're getting your phone out. My definition would maybe be like somebody who makes decisions and things based off of like other people's opinions. So I did Google it. I have not read it yet. I'm going to give my (laughs) personal and then we'll, yeah, and then give like the technical. So I think like people pleasing is kind of I was gonna say it's doing things that you don't want to do to make someone else happy but that's not true Mm -hmm. because like I people please with you even as like my best friend I'm always like well if it's not too much you know like and I know that it's not or that if it was you would tell me so like I almost think it's like trying to maintain someone, keep someone else happy or please someone else, Mm. even above yourself. Yeah. And I was going to say, it could be things that you want to do too. Yeah. That you probably just shouldn't because you don't have time or one other reason. We'll get into that. Okay. What does Google have to say? (laughs) So a people pleaser personality means a person feels a strong urge to please others, even at their own expense, which I think is, yeah, spot on. That's it. As a people pleaser, that is what it is. And the fact that they included the at their own expense at the last part, I'm like, hit the nail on the head. And it's like people pleasing down to like, what do you want for dinner? You know, because (laughs) it's like, whenever we eat out, I'm like, what are you guys in the mood for? And in my heart, I'm like, 
Dose Bros. Yeah. I want Dose Bros. Yeah. And then it's like, well, what bowl. do you want? And instead of being like a burrito bowl, I'm like, well, I could eat Dose Bros. Yeah. I could eat Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I could eat whatever. And then you kind of like go with the flow and see what other people want mm-hmm. instead of just being like, I'm craving Dose Yeah, bros. like being like loud with what you're actually thinking or feeling. You're like, I'm going to see what, I'm going to feel the room first and like right. see what they're thinking or feeling right. before like... And it's funny because it's like, what's wrong with like voicing what There's you want? There's nothing wrong with it. But like I, in my mind, I'm like, what if Bethany like just had Dose Bros, but she doesn't want to tell me that because she wants to people please for me, you know? But like, that's just, it's, and it's funny to sit here and laugh about it because yeah. it is comical. Like the things, now there are extents where it's not funny, yeah. but like we take it to such that extreme that like oh my gosh, just shut up and say what you want to eat for lunch. Like, I know. It's not that big. I know. And Josh, my husband, always laughs at our conversations and stuff because we send each other like voice messages all the time. So like I'm playing it out loud in the kitchen and often Josh is like listening in and he just laughs at us because a lot of our conversations are like, okay, but like if it's not an inconvenience to you or but like if you're sure, no pressure, but you know, like right. we're always just like making that clear like, whatever you want to like this is kind of what I want but like what do you want and I'll do what you want and it's just kind of like a funny dynamic always bring in the memes and stuff (laughs) from like social media but there was one that was like if you don't mind and it's not too much trouble could you please maybe move your car off my toe if you don't mind yes if it's it's a problem (laughs) I'm good (laughs) it's fine I'll just amputate my toe (laughs) so yeah and of course we're sitting here making light of it but that's because we can make light of it and laugh about it or we can get real deep and personal and like cry about it because I think it's here's the hard thing it can be healthy to be considerate of others Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. there's a point where that turns into a toxic yes yes and at some point you can't live your life to make other people feel a certain way yeah yeah and I feel like at the root that's kind of what we're doing is Mm -hmm. it's like you want to Mm -hmm. make other people happy you want to um make them comfortable even at your own discomfort maybe yeah. and like yeah I don't know I think at the root of it you just want to be liked and yeah. easy to be around well that's exactly I wasn't going to jump into this just yet Sorry. but I was I went there. <laughs> we're gonna get deep after <laughs> laughing about it but when I was thinking about this topic I was realizing that for me I put a lot of my identity in like people pleasing or just that my identity is that I want to be someone who is like approachable well-liked popular if you will funny type of easygoing person and so if that's how I want people to view me a lot of times I'm making my decisions and doing things based off of what other people want because I want them to like me and I want to be like approachable and well-liked and well-known and everything so talking about how it can be a toxic thing again I think for me it's toxic in the sense that I put all of my identity into it and that's not what I should be putting my identity in is like pleasing other people right so like do you feel like that has been specific to being a mom or have you always struggled with people pleasing and then it kind of like showed up in motherhood too like how has there been a shift there with motherhood yeah and a lot of this I think for me is just I'm literally thinking about these questions obviously like right now in this moment so process out I know like literally thinking about it right now in the moment I I honestly don't think I don't think becoming a mom changed it for me much I think becoming a mother 
actually made it harder for me. Really? Like, one, because I think it almost feels like there are so many more decisions you have to make, right. like, and okay. for another person, too. Like, not that I didn't have a lot of decisions beforehand, but, like, you know, then you go through pregnancy and you're making decisions about birth and labor or like what to get for your baby and you go through labor and all the decisions medical decisions that are involved in there and then you have the baby and then all the decisions that are involved in having you know health care and whatever else and so I think it almost became more challenging for me because those decisions also felt so much like heavier and so much like more important than kind of like the carefree ones I was making for myself before kids Um, and I know there were like many a times that I can recall like struggling with like making decisions even in like my checkup appointments and like my kids checkup appointments like making decisions just because I felt pressured to or like I wanted to make the doctor happy or I wanted to make my midwife happy or I was worried about what other people would think or all these other voices and opinions were telling me what to do and I wanted I didn't want to make anyone upset so long answer to that is that I think becoming a mom made it harder for me harder for me to like say no and like block out what other people had to say how about you well that's (laughs) actually funny because I am the complete opposite (laughs) as usual so this is another cool thing about how like we're both such people pleasers but within our experience they're so vastly different Mm -hmm. so for me personally I have always been a people pleaser I would say from the time I was a little bitty thing yeah like you would give me the line and I would walk it. Mm-hmm. And if I heard that this project was going to be scored out of this criteria, well, I was going above and beyond. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't really want to say I wanted to be the best because my goal wasn't to beat out my classmates, yeah. but my goal was definitely to please the teacher. Yeah, and yeah. I was a teacher's pet. I'll just <laughs> say it. From silly things like eating out and stuff like yeah. that, I was just always... I call myself overly considerate. Yeah. Like, yeah, and to the yeah. point of a people pleaser. Yeah, yeah. And so, when I became a mom, though, I feel like I've kind of changed from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about in the identity episode, when I was talking about how, like, I don't think I fit a mold and yeah, how I pull yeah, from each of them yeah. and how I'm okay with that, it's like something else internal happened with people pleasing. Yeah. And I think that I'm getting better and better and better at saying no and doing mm-hmm. things for me. Um, and I think a lot of that is because, like, I think about the opportunity cost. Yeah. Before, when I would say yes to too many things, or I would eat what I didn't want to eat, or yeah. whatever, I was just putting more on Riley. Yeah. And it's like, I might have been overwhelmed, and I might be overcommitted, but, like, I wasn't hurting anyone but me. hmm Now I have Indy, and it's like, my decisions affect her. Yeah. And so if I take on too much, I'm sacrificing time with her. Yeah. Or if, like... Listen, I didn't really want to go here. Um, I'm very nervous to speak about this topic. You already know where it's going. Because people pleasing, hello. I don't want to offend anyone, and I don't want you to not like me. So I've been keeping the skeleton in the closet. But I'm just going to say it, the V word, vaccines. That's a huge one Mm -hmm. where, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I want to trust a medical professional, and I want to not rock the boat. I'm not a boat rocker. I want to keep people happy. So, like... Typically, I would give into this. I did in COVID. I got the COVID vaccine when I was pregnant. I didn't necessarily think I needed it, but I was so fearful of something happening and whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got the vaccine and still regret it. Side note, tangent. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. for me, that's been a huge 
like shift where I've had to say no. Yeah. And it's not even that I'm saying no. Maybe it's not yet. But either way, I'm so proud of myself. Mm-hmm. And that's just been such a good example with me like stopping. Yeah. And being like, yeah. you know what? I have this gut feeling. I've been praying about it. I don't feel that sense of peace. So we're not doing that right now. Yeah. And that's as deep as I'm going to go there yeah. for now. Yeah. We'll eventually maybe have another conversation later. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was huge for me. Mm-hmm. And I think because the like those are decisions for her, I feel like that's just my overall umbrella for motherhood is yeah. like she doesn't have a voice yet, and so I have to be her voice. Mm-hmm. And like I have to think about I'm going to make myself uncomfortable and even someone else uncomfortable for the benefit of my daughter. Yeah. yeah. And I say that not to say that, that you're not doing that. Yeah. But I think that's just the different ways we're perceiving it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's also different examples we're giving. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, even just listening to you talking about that, I'm like, I do feel like I need more of that. Which, quite honestly, kind of makes me, like, embarrassed because I'm like, am I not, like, speaking up for my child? No, like, that's not what I want you to take <laughs> no. away. People pleasing. No. No, but I mean, like, I... And I think of the people who are, like, so okay with being, like, no, like, speaking out all the things. And I'm, like, I wish I had more of that. You know, like, more of that boldness and, I guess, even, like, confidence in a sense. But, but let's be clear because I do want to – sorry, I just cut you off. But it's important that I make this, like, I'm not, like, no, boldly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very polite <laughs> and timid, like – like, I literally no. – okay, so – top lines of a people pleaser I literally apologize to the doctor I'm yeah. like she'll be like so no vaccines today right and I'm like not yet I'm sorry <laughs> like yeah, it's not yeah. even like a stern no like I mean it's a step in the right direction I'm getting better yeah and she's very respectful she's always like she literally is like why are you telling me sorry I'm yeah. not gonna judge you for making a decision yeah, you think yeah. is best for your child and I'm just like I know sorry oh wait like well, that's again. another, like, prime example is even just, like, apologizing yes. for, like, having your own opinion and decisions and stuff. And I don't want to, like, dwell on necessarily this specific topic yet, but I do think vaccines or even just, like, medical choices in general right. um, are kind of, like, such a big, heavy topic in motherhood and things like that. Um, and it makes me think of one example where I feel like I did somewhat stand up for myself and, like say no in a sense but even when I was pregnant with Ayla I was seeing one doctor who was pushing a lot of things on me and even in that moment I I like was afraid to tell her no I don't want that I was just I would like make excuses like oh like you know we're I'm just waiting or like whatever like I couldn't I for some reason could not tell her like no because like I was you would delay instead of just yes, say no. Yes. Because yeah. I was like scared of offending this doctor or I just don't like confrontation, you know? So Same. I'm like I would just say no, no, like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, like maybe next time. And I like again, rather than just telling the doctor no, I ended up changing doctors like I think I was like thirty two weeks in my pregnancy, which anyways, the beginning of it I was seeing one doctor she um, retired and then I had to see another. So I wasn't seeing her very long, but I did end up changing to a midwife, which was like the best decision I've ever right. made. But again, was very late in my pregnancy. And I didn't like, and I would, every time I went into the office, I was so terrified I was going to see the doctor. And I'm like, that doctor's probably not even going to remember who I am. Well, and not even <laughs> that, but like, it's not like you're her only patient. Like exactly. her practice isn't hurting because you yeah. left. Yeah. But I, in one way stood up for myself and then I was like, okay, I'm just, I don't, like the things that she's like pushing on me so I'm gonna see somebody else but again it was like 
I just kind of like up and changed. I wasn't like, hey, no. But to be <laughs> fair, like there was, if you don't mind me sharing more about that situation, yeah. because, you know, I we yeah. did talk about yeah. these things yeah. and everything. So like you didn't agree with a lot of things she did. Yeah. It's not like yeah. there was yeah. one thing that made That's you uncomfortable true. and you were like, yeah, I'm just going to jump ship. Yeah. Like yeah. I really don't think you guys meshed yeah. as doctor patient, yeah. Yeah. but still. Yeah. But even like, and I think for me, and obviously not in that situation, I didn't. But, like, for me, just, like, the definition of people-pleasing. Like, sometimes you put yourself in a situation and you stay in it even at the expense of yourself. Right. Like, I wasn't happy, and I probably should have changed from her very much sooner. But I, like, stuck there just because I had these fears. And it's, like, kind of, like, silly fears. But, um, again, I think for me now becoming a mother, it's been a little bit more challenging in a sense because you know, I, you almost feel like so many people are pressing so much more on you. And these decisions are just like, they feel just so much heavier. But you know what's funny? I don't think our doctors walked out of like with Indy. I don't think the doctor walked out and thinking that mom is making a serious mistake and da 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 da. And whenever you left that one doctor, I don't think she was like, well, she's missing out. Uh, that lady was not worth my time. And you know, like, yeah, it, I don't think it's as magnified as we make it. Yeah, and I think that's part of being a people pleaser is that you work it up so much in your head. And that's another, like, kind of, like, aspect or whatever I know in my personality is that I cannot stand knowing that I upset someone. Like, if someone's angry with me, upset, there's any sort of tension, it will keep me up at night and I will go crazy. So even to think that a doctor that I barely know and barely knows me might have some sort of negative feeling towards right, me, yep. I I would like sweat. Like, it's just crazy. We're being so vulnerable and real, but I'm like, that's the way my people-pleasing mind works, my personality. And I feel like there are things that go hand in hand. I feel like your people-pleasers are often overthinkers, yeah. are often over-apologizers, and like, it's just like... I don't know. If you get it, you get it. And if you don't get it, I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. There's probably some people like, I can't believe those girls would and just, you know. <laughs> I do think we're extreme. Yeah. Like, I do think there are some people who are like, you know what? I want to make you happy, but if I can't, yeah. sorry. Yeah. But I do think there's lots of other people out there who can probably relate to a lot 100%. of the stuff that we're saying. And it made me think about even like our Enneagram types. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a two and you're a nine, right? Yep. So I know like type twos are people who, like, want, they're, like, helpers, but, like, you know, they also want to be well-liked and popular and stuff like that. So I see how that plays into that personality. And nines don't like conflict. Yeah, Hello, yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you really think down to it, we talked about, like, wobby people, please. Yeah. Like, what happens when we people, please? like, what, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what benefit does making someone else happy, like, what benefit do we reap? Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like I could first answer the question that what are some of the negatives of people pleasing and that sometimes there are no benefits in a sense. Like I just think of all the times that when I over yes myself, I commit to doing way too many things to the point where I'm exhausted and I'm like regretting it and I have a full schedule and at, again, just like at the expense of my own energy and everything like that. And then you're pulling, again, not to be like a negative Nancy, yeah. but like every yes has a no. Mm-hmm. So by saying yes to helping that person at work where you work overtime, you're saying no to family a family time. activity. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's great. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes in saying yes to 
eating at home, yeah. I'm saying no to a rushed dinner in the car yeah. or yeah. whatever the case may be. But, um, so again, that's just something else to think about is yeah. like, I think in this specific example, I've been talking about like personal situations where like something silly like a restaurant or something, but people pleasing can also be like you just said taking on way more than you want because I guess in my mind if someone is asking me for help there's a reason they can't do it or something's happening and they need that support Mm -hmm. and so it's like yes I'll take it on yeah it's like well it's it's kind of like you want to be like I know at least for me it's like I want to be known as a helper again that's like my type too but like if someone's reaching out to me and asking for help like sometimes that's not easy to do so it's like I want to be known as somebody who will always be there to lend a hand. And if you say no, you're not always there. Exactly. And I want to be like an accountable, loyal person. And so I fear even just what one little no would do, you know. And I, I love that kind of perspective of like, I don't know, like sometimes you do have to like step up. And it's not even selfish, but like be selfish for yourself once, you know, and just say, no, though, like, I want to help you. I, you know, I need to, like, focus on resting or something like that. And to stop and think, okay, if I said yes to this, what am I saying no to? Right. Like, I love that perspective and even just taking a moment to, like, think that through before responding or whatever. And then kind of on the other hand, though, I think for me personally, when I think about people pleasing, I know how hard it can be to ask someone for help. Yeah. And what a, like... It's almost like a hit to your pride to, like, not be able to do something on your own. And so to know that someone is vulnerably asking for something of me, if I say no, what if they feel like they can't come to me again? What if they overthink that and are like, well, she must not like me? Or, again, silly stuff. But if you get it, you get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I care so much about how you feel. And I want, I think because of how I want people to feel about themselves, not only myself, mm-hmm. but I don't want anybody to take an ego hit or to feel like they were a burden in any way. Mm-hmm. So I will burden myself to make you not feel like a burden. Yeah, yeah. And I know for me, another thing is like not wanting to inconvenience other people. Definitely. Um, and not wanting to be an inconvenience myself. Because when you said burden, that made me think of that. And so like I will do that to the point of even like I won't ask my mother-in-law to babysit for me because I'm just – I don't want to inconvenience her and she's already busy and like, I'll just, Josh and I don't need a date night. It's fine. You know, like, you know, but like, that's just when I say it and think about it, I'm like, that's so silly. And I mean, you know, my mother-in-law, she would never be like, you know, she would jump at the chance to do that. Yeah. 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 But I'm like, I don't want to be a burden to somebody else. And yet, you know, I myself am willing to jump and help anyone at the drop of the hat. You know, and I don't say that to like toot my own horn. It's probably a somewhat negative thing but (laughs) when I do it too much but so we have talked about people pleasing we have talked about (laughs) the root cause of like why we people please yep we kind of talked about like the burdens because I mean it does it puts a lot on us and it I don't want to say it drags us down but like it's almost like you're willing to bear a weight to take it off of someone else's shoulders Mm -hmm. how on earth can we help like I feel like not people, please. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I feel like this is an area that I don't want to talk your ear off today. I don't like this to Riley show, but I feel like because I have had growth recently in that area, I feel like I actually have at least one idea Mm -hmm. 
but I do feel like I can speak into that. But before I do, because I've just rambled for the past 30 minutes, do you have any ways that you're working on people-pleasing? Does um, that help you? I would say no ways that I have currently of working <laughs> on it. But I, again, going back to what you said earlier, I think it would help me to take a moment and stop again and think about, before I say yes to this, what am I saying no to? Yeah. Um, I know for me, going back to what you said earlier, is... I think it would really help me to stop in that moment and before I say yes, think about what I'm saying no to. Like, again, I think I say a lot of yeses because, I mean, one, I love the opportunities often, um, but again, I want to be that dependable person. But a lot of times I say yes way too much and by the end of the week I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like so busy and I would love to just have a day to do nothing, but I'm already committed to all these things and can't. So if I were to just take time and not like respond Im- impulsively or like right then and there. Um, I think that would help me a lot again to think about, okay, Bethany, well, what are you even like personally sacrificing? And honestly, I think again, as I'm processing it, I think I really just, it might be cliche, but I think I really need to take it to the Lord because I, I really do like harbor so much guilt with saying no. And like, I think that's something I just need to like surrender and just like ask God to like jump in there and take a hold of that. Because I honestly don't think I can get rid of that guilt without him. Like, because even thinking about saying no to things right now, I'm like getting a little anxious. Can I offer some (laughs) unsolicited advice here? It's always solicited. So some solicited advice. Um, first like of this all, this is going to be a Bethany therapy session. I'm going to put my God advice first because yeah. I always do it last and I always feel bad. So first of all, if we could stop people pleasing and start God pleasing. Yes. Number one. Yes. Boom, mic drop. Okay. That's it. That's but, it. <laughs> but again, easier said than done. I know. But you know, again, what does the Bible say I should do? Like, I think we're called to serve, but we're not called to bear an unrealistic amount of weight yeah. where you are hurting yourself in the process. Yeah. But, but that's the Jesus advice. <laughs> what I was going to say, advice. going to the yes and no, it's true that every yes has a no. Mm-hmm. But if you struggle with that, it's also true that every no has a yes. So instead of thinking Gosh. like, okay, if I say yes to this, I'm saying no to an hour of playtime with my kids. Uh-huh. You could say, I'm going to say no to this. Because I'm saying yes to this time with my kids. Riley, this is so good. Well, thank you. But again, I just think it's so important. I feel like our mindset is everything. Yeah. And I think when you start, like the opportunity cost thing, that's like a huge role for me. And then for me personally, this is the biggest thing for me. It has helped so much. You don't have to give an answer in the moment. Yeah, yeah. And... There was an instance that I'm thinking of where I, okay, with my people pleaser tendency, I don't like to upset you. And it's very, just know if I ever tell you no, it is very hard for me. Yeah, yeah. And so there was a situation where I texted someone some news that I was essentially not going to be able to do something. Mm -hmm. And in the text I said, I know that it's, silly for me to text this. I need to meet you for lunch. At the bare minimum, I should call you. But this decision is weighing so heavy on my heart. I can't talk about it. Like Mm -hmm. I have to text. I'm sorry. You can call me whatever you need to call me. 
in this moment, this is where I need to be. Mm -hmm. And the person called me. And again, people pleaser. I didn't want to set that boundary. Mm -hmm. So I, first of all, put my own boundary aside, which isn't good. Mm -hmm. But second, I answered the phone call because got a people please, you know. And we had a conversation and I ultimately... I don't want to say I changed my mind, mm-hmm. but I definitely left it as a, well, I'll think about <laughs> Maybe. it instead of that firm no, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, all that to say, it's okay to be like, in this moment, I can't give you yeah. an, a definite answer. And it's okay to switch that medium of communication if you need to. Yeah. Because there is nothing wrong with letting that call go and then texting and being like, look, I really can't do this. Yeah. Or... Or even just be like, I need some space or whatever the case may be. I know for me, it's a lot easier to say no in text. Yeah. Not just because there's not, there's not that interaction face to face. You can't hear disappointment or anything like that. Not only that, but I can really think about my words. Yeah. And I can articulate it the way I want to. It's not word vomit. Like that's just what works for me. Yeah. So there's no shame in doing what you've got to do. You know, like, I'm so worried about being a burden that I hate making phone calls. Yeah. Like, if you can call someone or send the company an email, I'm going the email route. I don't care if it's three to five business days. It's just a people pleaser. I don't want to look like an idiot. I don't want to inconvenience them. I don't want to, if they tell me something to fix the problem, and I really am dead set on cancel the subscription yeah okay sure yeah yeah yep. so there is nothing wrong with taking whatever medium you need to take mm-hmm. to set that boundary or to give your no yeah and i think that there is another way of setting boundaries like that's how we don't and sticking please. to them yeah because it doesn't do any good to set it if you're not gonna respect it yeah <laughs> and i think something that could help with setting that boundary i was just kind of thinking about this as you were talking is like I know one thing for me is I can be a very visual person. So I think it would help me to like literally write out a list of like my priorities. Mm, that's um, a good idea. So like, you know, if it was God, my family, work, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I could like write that out and see that list and then like when I have an opportunity that arises where maybe I'm like already feeling like I want to say no, if I could like think back to that list and be like, okay, so like, where does this fall in my priorities? Like, you know, if it's something where it might come in the way of like family or God or something, you know, like if it puts a wedge in between that, like maybe it is something I need to say no to. That's a really good idea. Just thinking about like, I guess it could kind of go back to that yes and no thing, but just thinking about where does this fall in my priorities or does this help does this help with any of these priorities or whatever and type of thing? the more you say, not that you should always say no. It's yeah. not the moral of the story. <laughs> but the more you say no, the more time you have. So you can say yes to the things mm-hmm. you really want to say yes, yes. to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't really know if this one is going to be like a tip yeah. or if it's like, it's just something I want to voice and take, you know, do with it what you will. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that a lot of my experience with trying to be less of a people pleaser and you know even like things like my health Mm -hmm. like changing Mm -hmm. my mindset on wanting to look a certain way to wanting to be healthy in general yeah a lot of these things have started happening these shifts in my mind have happened with becoming a mom Mm -hmm. and I think a huge reason for that is because when I look in the mirror and like really start dissecting myself as a person there is so much 
in me that I want my daughter to have. Yeah. And there is so much that I don't want her to struggle with. Yeah. And it's things that, like, have not been, like, I didn't learn them from anywhere. They haven't been forced upon me. It is just who I am as a person. And I'm like, I want Indy to be considerate. Yeah. And I want her Mm -hmm. to care about other people and to be generous and to be helpful. But I don't want her to be afraid to say no. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like a lot of where I'm personally at on my walk is, like, wanting to model for her Mm -hmm. the best mom that I think she can have. Yeah. Does that make me the best mom ever? No. Absolutely not. Yeah. But I want to be the best me for her. And I think that that has kind of, like, inspired all of my like soul searching yes yeah well it can all even just boil down to like literally a mindset shift and a mindset change and that's the thing it's all mental yeah so i mean that makes sense as to why and everything else would like flow from that you know and it kind of makes me think of the episode we just recorded about like regulating our emotions and like talking about how when we learn to do it you know we're modeling it for our children and then they're learning from us so just like even with people pleasing, it's like when we learn to like say confident, reasonable no's or whatever, like, you know, our children are going to learn the same from that. Because even like you were saying, like there are, there are good things about people pleasing. You are considerate, you are helpful, Mm -hmm. you are even generous. It comes from a good place. Yes. Yes. But again, not at the cost of yourself and again, your own boundaries and things like that. So there's definitely good things to it within certain boundaries. No, for sure. And, like, I think it's also super cool to see all these different topics kind of, like, mesh. Yeah, like, you were just yeah. saying, like, I mentioned the identity episode and you mentioned the emotion regulations because, like, literally I got to practice that, like, today. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's just so cool to actually have these conversations and to walk away with what I feel are very practical Mm -hmm. things that we can implement to help us. And here's the thing. You're not going to listen to this podcast and your life be forever changed (laughs) and you never struggle with people pleasing again. It's all a pro like life itself is just a huge process. Yeah. And so like, it's not like I'm never going to people please again. I wish, but that's not going to be the case. Yeah. But now we have tools to like help us, you know, in those moments. Yeah. 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 Help us to, I dare say, like, do it rightly, you know, like, be helpful and considerate and generous, but not at the cost of, like, our own families or priorities or yeah. whatever And this is. is not a podcast to say you should say no, because, again, you need to say yes mm-hmm. sometimes. And sometimes you are going to have to make a sacrifice to say a yes, and yeah. that doesn't mean that you shouldn't ever do that. It just means that you can't run yourself ragged to make other people happy. Yeah, yeah. And... The- this might be circling back too much, but there are also like definitely times where I've wanted to say no and have said yes. And it's been great. You know, it's been like, I'm so glad I ended up saying yes, but I, you know, but there've also been times that, sorry to cut you off, but like, I have also said yes and hung up the phone and just bawled because I know I can't do more. Yeah. And, and I know that I shouldn't have said that, but in the moment, it's just like impulsive and I, I don't know what it is about me that just can't say no, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. But well, we're hope, getting there. Yeah, and I was going to say, hopefully there's like, again, even if you're not a people pleaser, like you can learn something about boundaries or I feel like the whole no yes thing is like if, so helpful for anyone. For sure. And if you don't struggle with this personally, you probably know someone who does. <laughs> and so just to have those friends who are like, you can tell me if yeah. this is too much or you yeah. can tell me no don't be afraid 
to have a safe space for someone to be able to say no is just like so helpful. Yeah, yeah. Icing on the cake. So again, we hope that there was something in this for everyone. And I know we kind of referenced a lot of our other episodes. So if you haven't listened to those, go back and take a listen. Um, And while we're doing a little plug here, (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say, if you don't mind to give the episode a thumbs up if you're on YouTube, subscribe. Um, if you are listening on a podcast platform, if you would leave us five stars or mm-hmm. hit the share button. Again, sorry to just like straight up ask for this stuff, but people we, pleasing, right, apologizing. Right. <laughs> but we really just want to make sure that the mamas that need to hear this have access mm-hmm. to it. And mm-hmm. so we're really trying to make sure that we are reaching where yeah. God wants us to go. Yeah. And. If you don't already follow us on Instagram at the motherhood underscore moms, often after we share our episodes, we do kind of a little like summary post and have some fun things that relate to this topic afterward, even opportunities for you to share your experiences. We would love to hear maybe even just like funny stories of how you got caught people pleasing or tips that you have for how you've kind of overcome it. So make sure you follow us over there and interact with us. We love this community. We love the friends that we've made. So be sure to join it. This people-pleasing moms community. That's why we should have made our Instagram account at people-pleasing moms. We could have made a a whole podcast off of this. Anyways, we hope you guys will come back and join us next week. And until then, have a wonderful week. Bye, guys. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to us, friend. If you felt encouraged by what you heard, please consider giving us a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Unless you hated it, because like your mom always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, you don't say anything at all. And to officially join the motherhood, follow us on Instagram at themotherhood underscore moms. We always have ways to interact and we want to hear from you. Have a great week.